together growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the book of Nehemiah the prophet. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 8. In the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Azaxis, when wine was before him, I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had not been said in his presence. And the king said to me, Why is your face sad, seeing you are not sick? This is nothing else but sadness of the heart. Then I was very much afraid. I said to the king, let the king live forever. Why should not my face be sad when the city, the place of my father's tombs, lies waste and its gates have been destroyed by fire? Then the king said to me, For what do you make request? So I prayed to the God of heaven, and I said to the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, that you send me to Judah, to the city of my fathers, that I may rebuild it. And the king said to me, the queen sitting beside him, how long will you be gone? And when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me and I set him a time. And I said to the king, if it pleases the king, let letters be given me to the governors of the province beyond the river, that they may let me pass through until I come to Judah. And the letter to Esaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates mm -hmm. of the fortress of the temple and for the wall of the city and for the house which I shall occupy. And the king granted me what I asked, for the good hand of my God was upon me. It's a beautiful reading. There are certain things that Nehemiah brings to our attention. He goes and he serves the king. And the king says something powerful. Why is your face so sad? You are not sick. You don't look sick. There's nothing wrong with you. This is the sadness of the heart. I love the king. He knows Nehemiah. Nehemiah had said, I had never been said in the presence of the king. 
So the king does not know me when I'm sad. Probably the king knows a jolly fellow. Someone who's full of laughter. Someone who's always optimistic. Someone who's always hopeful. But today, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. Some days are difficult. Some days are hard. Sometimes certain people struggle even to get out of bed. They want to stay in bed. They want to draw the curtains closed. They want to remain in the dark. They don't want to talk. They said. A great number of our people are depressed. And some don't even know that they are depressed. Depression is real. They're struggling. They're hurting. They don't know how to deal with themselves. That's their reality. That's where they find themselves. But I love the king. He knows Nehemiah. He's able to ask him, is everything okay? Why are you sad? Certainly you don't look sick. But there's something that troubles your heart. As a leader, do I really know my people? Do I know their struggles? Do I know their fears? How many of our people are unemployed? How many of our people have no food? How many of our young people are struggling? How many of our people are depressed? How many of our people are going through depression? Are going through issues? How many of our people are struggling with mental health? How many of our people are lonely? Do we know them? Yes, we know their names. Yes, we know where they live. Yes, we, we know the work they do. Yes, we know their children. But do we really, really know them? Well, does my bishop know me? Do I even know him? Do you know your children? Do they know you? Do I know my spouse? Do I know my wife? Do I know my husband? As a boss, as an employer, do I know what goes on in the lives of my employees? 
do I care to ask? He's asking him. Now listen to this response. Nehemiah says, I was very much afraid. I knew something was wrong, but I was afraid to open up. I was afraid to admit it. I was afraid to talk about it. Why? How many of our people are afraid to open up? How many of our people are afraid to talk about their issues? How many of our people are afraid to talk about their feelings? How many men are able to talk openly about their feelings, about their fears, about their discomfort? We've groomed our men to say men don't cry. And so they they go through issues silently. It would be interesting to do a study between men and women, males and females, how many are prone and how many are comfortable to go for therapy. But we know this from the medical point of view, how many men go openly, voluntarily for medical checkups. He said, I was afraid. In my house, in my home, in my parish, in my work, how many people are afraid to talk to me openly? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.